Good morning. It's 1.43 in the morning. And I tell you guys the warnings that God give me. Having the power to declare and decree. And to see it established. Being the warnings that God show me does not come to pass. But God takes me far in time. It could be days, months, years, and it shall not come to pass. God showed me tonight, I'm a little shooken up by it, um, a group of guys uh, go out to these young girls and find them on the street and wine and dine them, buy them very nice outfits and throw money in their hand. And sleep with them and have them to gain their trust that they would take good care of them. And they had this escort business where they have these young girls sleep around for money. And it's an inside house, you know, organization they have going on where you can't talk about what you're doing. You can't even live outside of the organization. You have to stay in. They give you a place to live and they give you all the clothes you need, all the money you need. And once you get in, the only way out is being murdered. God even gave me the young woman's name, 25 years old. One of her girlfriends were looking for her and God gave me her name. Her name is Cody. And her friend kept calling around throughout the entire dream for her friend. Where is she? She never does this. She never does this. She never just not answer her phone. She been looking for her, but she was also in the organization. So she really can't go out looking for her because she will be not accounted for. And that will also cause her to be murdered. So she looked around for her friend as much as she could. She called her friend mom. No one knew where her friend Cody was. So throughout the dream, her friend is saying, where are you? She texted and texted, no answer back. And it's been going on for days. And somehow, a group of guys saw another woman and bought her this red dress and threw about $1,500 in her hand, all of them under 30. And she was so excited to have that much money that she said, okay, I do whatever you want me to do. See, the guys were nice to them at first, but once they get them in, there's no way out, and they don't know that. Greatly deceived. Many of them beat it on, even raped, game raped. And then God took me before I woke up near the highway, near this building, and this black fancy looking car, God didn't show me what brand or model it was. And inside that car, the police stood right there, opened the door, and the police officer prophesied and said, you were here. You were in this car. And you were in this car waiting for someone to come and rescue you. 
They wouldn't let you leave out this car. They held you hostage in this car. And God showed me the gun, the picture of the gun on the side of the car. And it was a machine gun that they gunned her down with. Right in the back of her head. It took one bullet to murder her. And they took her body and themselves and ditched the car. And the officers say, you were here. And then they had all the family and friends surrounding the car as a memorial service. Because they would not find her body and they would not find who did it. They all vanished. They killed her, packed her up and put her somewhere. And she was in that car waiting for someone to walk past, look in, ask the guys, have you seen her? She was waiting and no one never came for her rescue. And God even showed me that these guys was doing this for 11 years. 11 years they've been doing this. All African American. And I said, for these young girls to have guys come to them, to sleep with them and give them fancy clothes and throw money in their hand, and them think that they're special because of that, then something went on in the home. See, they know who to look for. You can't find a girl who has a father or a mother or a family member, a caretaker who's showing them that they love them. These girls didn't feel any love. These girls didn't have no attention because they found it somewhere else. And it was great, they were greatly deceived. Let me tell you how I'm saying this. As I'm talking about it, he has both hands on his ears. He don't want to hear anymore. Because his plan is exposed. And before I got on here to record, I declared and decreed a thing. And this would never come to pass. The guys that started this will no longer do this. Cody has a praying mother. Cody has a praying family member. That God took me to where she was and showed me what happened to her. For me to declare a decree and it will not come to pass. Meaning not come to pass, they will not do that to her. She will no longer go towards any guys who would try to wing her in in the escort business to murder her in the first place. Because it's established unto me. Prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And this will no longer happen to this woman named Cody. Hallelujah. And the guy's been doing this for 11 years. 11 years. And when the women, the young girls realize... What they got themselves into is too late because they already inside. And once they expose the, the operation to you, you can't leave because they're afraid you're going to tell. They meet you and just give you dresses, give you money and just throw it in your hand. 
or counting money in your hand and you feel like, oh, I'm in, I'm in good hands. Been beaten, disrespected, trafficking. We gotta keep these things lifted. Father, I thank you for showing me. I thank you for showing me what you show me. Even though I wake up and not be, you know, have to get myself together because I wake up shaking because God took me there. To see that girl waiting there with those guys, two guys on each side. Holding her down, saying you're not going anywhere. Because she wanted to quit. Any words that sound like you don't want to do it anymore is a threat to them. And she didn't want to do it anymore. Because she realized they didn't love her. She realized the money and the clothes wasn't worth it. My God. My God. My God. I came across a guy years, years ago. When I was working in a clothing store. I was in high school at the time. And this guy came with the came and started looking for some dresses and I said to him he asked me to help him find some dresses so I said what about these and he wanted to find the skimpiest looking ones I wanted to find the classy ones and he said I know I want these kind and I said what brings you to your electric girl wear something like that he said I don't have a problem with that She's not going anywhere. And by the way, I owe her an apology. And I say, why? How come? Because I smacked her. Why did you smack her? Because she spoke up to me. You know who I am? I say, no, why don't you tell me? I'm a pimp. My girl is one of my hoes. And she spoke up to me and I smacked her. So I gotta, I don't want her to leave me. She my money maker. So I have to buy her some dresses to make her feel special. Jesus. Jesus. A lot of these girls in these organizations like this, in these negative operations like that, wind up killing themselves or being killed. Because they don't, that's the only way out of it. And I began to pray because it's happening. It's happening. See, when you're walking with God and you ask God to use you, you are walking in the happening. You understand? Because you are the key, which is God in you, the answer to their problems. And God so happened to gift me To see far beyond the good and the bad. To declare and decree to see it established. To cast it down or call it forth. I'm still shooken up. Sometimes it takes maybe a half an hour to get myself together. But the honoring thing about it is this would not happen to this girl. But there are others. I pray against these operations right now that these men stop praying on young women and young men 
and human trafficking and escorting them and prostituting them to make them rich. I come against these drug dealers hurting people to make themselves rich when they already have a blood-bought right. It's so important. That's why God he placed within us how to reach people. He's not going to have you just go to someone and tell them to stop. He's going to be demonstrated in your life. And that's going to cause them to stop. Because they're going to see they don't have to live that way in order to get more than what they thought they could have. You understand? To see an example out of your life, God making an example out of your life. And he's going to do that. He is doing that. Just to gain them back to him. Because God care about these guys too. Because what did these guys go through in order for them to come up with such a thing like this? You understand? Not to have a heart for the young women. To hurt them, to beat them, to rape them. To deceive them in such a way. And Satan's so mad that his plan is exposed. Because he already know what I know what to do with it. My God. My God. Oh, Jesus. The black car was just, that, that black car was there. And they ditched it, took her and buried her somewhere. God even showed me the machine gun. By having a picture of the gun on the side of the window of the car. But they took the gun with them. They gave the girl name Cody. Because her friend was walking beside me saying, Have you seen Cody? Where are you? And then we both walked beside the vehicle that the police there was looking for a missing person. Happened to open the door and say, You were in this car. You were calling for help. You were waiting for a rescue. And this beautiful young woman named Cody have no idea this is was supposed to set up to happen against her. Jesus. Jesus. We walk past people every day not knowing what's going on. And we gotta continue to stay open so God can pour into us. God wants you to trust him so he could be able to trust you. See, God could trust me with this. I won't wake up and, oh my gosh, look what happened. Look what I had a dream. Let me call such and such and tell them what the heck I dreamed about. No, this would never happen. I don't call anyone to say anything. Because I have nothing to talk about because it will never happen. Hallelujah. I thank you, angels who are with me and those who are with you. God, Jesus. Oh, Father God, Father God, you see everything, Father. These girls are being recruited off the streets, out of homes. A lot of things that God have me to pray for and not post up. 
Because you got to realize some of these people that does some of these things are on social media. And God says things like just pray. He'll tell you what to say and what to do. You don't have to be afraid. You are fully protected. But God have me not to even post up nothing about what I just dreamed about for other people. Because the people that's doing these things, which are the men, are also members on Facebook and social media. Hallelujah. And that's not how God want to gain their attention. God gained their attention through love. That's why it's so important for us to go forth, be heard, be seen. You are loved. I speak to every heart right now, all the women and men, even those who are challenged with homosexuality. You are loved. You are loved. Turn around from that thought and go the opposite direction, my God. Do not entertain nor be entertained by the lust of this world. You will not be moved by luxurious things of this world. You'll be moved by the luxurious things in the kingdom. You would not need a guy on the street or a woman on the street to tell you they love you, buy you things, and throw money at you to recruit you to do what they want you to do. You will walk away from evil doings. You will walk away from evil deeds. You will not go near it. You have Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Telling you which way to go, which way not to go. You even have intuition. Telling you what to do and what not to do. And most importantly, you have a Heavenly Father. Who's telling you what to do and what not to do. To all these people and to all these clubs, these lounges, you will not be a business to have people come in and be defiled. No gang raping, no pills in people drinks, drugs in people drinks, sedating people. Hallelujah. Fighting people. Murdering people. Thank you, Angel. The angel know I'm still shooken up. The angel loves to comfort. They love to comfort us. And I'm I am still very shooken up. I don't go to bed right away most of the time. Because I'm too shook enough to go back to sleep. Excuse me. 
not afraid, just that God takes me there to these places. And there was a home. It all started in a home with these dogs, a lot of pit bulls. And those who are being held hostage, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let them free right now. Those who held without their approval, let them free right now. Those who've been abused and locked down in these basements and rooms for human trafficking and prostitution, let them out right now. Those who are in the street game and a drug life, who's been held hostage due to you wanting to leave, even a gang life, wanting to leave and they trying to kill you. They will no longer want to think to kill you. They will no longer want to hold you hostage. I pray to every heart right now, to those who think that way, that your heart becomes softened and hearken to the voice of God right now to let these people go home. I pray that they see an opportunity for prosperity the right way. Because there's no such thing as prosperity the wrong way. You understand? Jesus, Musa, Shakandianda, Musa. Father, can you give me a word? He said, applause. Oh, God. Yes, it's going to take you to hug me yourself. I'm shooken up, Father. Yeah. I am. I am. You could be walking right past the evil empire in someone's basement, walking past a house, not even know it. It's boarded up and people down there can't get out. Some people get kidnapped, taken to a whole other country and state. We're going to come against that. Right now. There's nothing our God cannot do. They could go from, you know what? Forget these people. It's about us and our money. So you know what? This is not right. We can't do this anymore. Let's let these people go home and have them promise us they won't tell. Let's not hurt these people. Let's not find these young women and taking them from their homes and winning them in and defile them in such a way. And most of the parents begin to speak to your daughters and your sons about how valued, valuable they really are. They don't need to be in the streets doing something like that. Hallelujah. I'm so honored to grow up with God, I'm trying to tell you. Even though I was in the streets, I still was in the streets with God. I thank God that I didn't think that way. Oh, if someone could love me, they throw money at me. God always gave me common sense. He always told me he loved me. I'm important. So did my parents. But God always know how to say, when to say things. And guess how much he did it? Every single time. All day long. I love you. You're important. You're worth being here. Jesus. It's going away a little bit. Be being shooken up. (sighs) 
Jesus. God, you've been blessing me like this for so long. But it's getting more now to the point you're giving me names, locations, even the weapons. God. Yes, Father. You want me to also mention the other part of the dream where there are people who try to play mind games who would disrespect you sarcastically, sneaking, sneakingly trying to do things that, that you know what they're doing but they're trying to do it discreetly so when you pinpoint what they're doing they look around like what are you talking about playing mind games and people doing that all the time and that causes people to get very upset when you play mind games especially reverse psychology Playing with someone's intelligence. Guess what? Don't let it bother you. Hallelujah. I mean, it was this woman in a dream. Let me tell you what happened. It was a restaurant and it was given out. It was an organization having a family gathering. And there was all food there. And I happened to play a character. I don't know who the person is. God had me in their shoes. And the person obviously is a very nice and patient person. And the person you'd be waiting on for people to serve you. And this person wanted 10 wings, 10 chicken wings. It was a woman. And she wanted some kind of special sauce over the wings. Like mumbo sauce or something. And they say, we're coming up. We're, we're bringing you an order. It's like an hour, two hours pass. And the girl come in and say, is it okay if I can have the next order? Because I, I'm really hungry. And the girl said, uh, I've been waiting for an hour, an hour or two. I want my food. I'm hungry too. But go ahead. And the girl said, I'll make sure you get your order. Girl said, okay. You can have mine. Just make sure I get my order. Let them know what I want so they can bring it. She went up to the register, got the wings that in the place of her wings, but never told them to make another order for the girl, the woman. And so what happened was she waited like three hours and she got upset with the woman. You took my food. I gave you my food for you to make another order for me. Now it's three hours. Where's my food? And the girl looked at her like she was crazy. What do you mean? Why are you getting so angry? She said nasty things to her sarcastically because she want her to get pissed off. But she want people to think that she's not doing that. She want her people to think that she just got pissed off for no reason. And have people thinking, it's just food. Why are you so mad? No, it's the way how she's coming at her about her order that she posed and made. This was causing her to be upset. It ain't nothing about the food. And she went to the register. The lady said no order was never placed here for another order of wings. And people was looking at the woman like, why are you so petty? Why are you being mad over something so petty? 
Hallelujah. To make a long story short, don't let things bother you. Because some people love to play mind games. So here this woman at this, God want me to finish the story. Thank you. Okay, sure. Here this woman is at this place. Having, it was over what? 300 people there. And it was so many people that they had to take it outside. It was an outside event. And people looking at her like, calm down, calm down. You're so upset for nothing. It's not that serious. And then the other people that know what happened is looking like, yes, it is. Because she gave her her food. Being nice. And she didn't put her order in for her to get hers. That wasn't right. Now she has to wait till hers come down. And it's been about two to three hours and she haven't eaten. And the reason why God wants me to mention that because sometimes we could be nice to people and they don't be nice back in return. What do we do with that? Do we let them move us out of our character to argue back, to be pissed off? To want to fight, to say I hate you? No, it doesn't. I pray we stop saying go to hell to people when we're angry. Because God said that's the worst thing you can ever say out your mouth to anyone. Father, I love you. You know that. No, I really need you to sit here right now. I'm still shook it up a little bit, Father. <laughs> yeah. Don't slow up. No. Keep them coming. Because I'm, you're using me to help. And I don't want to slow up the helping. No. Show me more. Just let me get over this one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus. All these, all these dreams, these warnings, that these people have no idea what's said to be against them. My God. God, I love you. And sometimes he would give me one and tell me to call someone and tell him. I thank God he haven't done that. I mean, be quiet. <laughs> Hallelujah. God said he knows how much I care and love people. That's why they've been coming so much in the dreams where I don't have to call to say anything. Because I really don't want to do that. He knows I don't want to do that. Hallelujah. There's so many ways that you can do what God called you to do. You understand? This way is so much better than our way. It'd be so easy if I had a family member. See, my son, he's asleep. I don't wake him up and say, can you hug me right now? God, I want some comfort right now from the stream. I'm still shaking up. I know you're comforting me, Father. I'm talking about physically. Yeah, Father. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Oh God. Soften these hearts up right now. That the people that they have captive, they let them go free. No one will want to rob anyone. 
snatch any purse, steal any car, rob any home, any longer. Father, order for this to stop, you have to be very much exposed in the area of having people feel comfort and love and supported where they don't have to do these things anymore. And that's why you open up different organizations to help people. Hallelujah. I told God one time, I said, well, I could rent an office room, some office space, and have sessions where I can pray and help people. And God said, I don't want you to do that. I said, why not? I want to help. And God said, because they'll be too close to you. And many of the people that you're helping are not helped yet when they meet you. And it can be very dangerous. Because a lot of people, hearts are cold to the point they get a thrill out of murdering even someone that helps them. That's why being a psychiatrist is not an easy job at all. Even being a doctor who gives the prescriptions to treat those who have mental disabilities is not easy to have because when the doctor want to wean them off, they get very violent and they may attack the doctor and to continue on giving them the drug. A lot of CVSs be robbed. A lot of people get jobs at CVS just to get access to things like that. You understand. It's that serious. Something as small as you getting an injury and being treated for your injury with high doses of medication for pain, like Oxycontin and Fitnol and all those Percocets, and once it's time to wean you off because your wound is healing, you have an addiction for a lot of people, not all. You have an addiction. Those painkillers are very addictive. I don't mind testifying. I was hit by a drunk driver, as I told you before, when I was pregnant with my son, which caused me to have five broken ribs, a bruised spleen, and other eternal injuries. And they had me on morphine for about, what, a month? I was like, God, this stuff is so addictive. To the point, I, they had to give it to me in the hospital where I could push a button in the machine. It just go right in my IV. And I realized I was becoming addictive when I wanted to push it before it was time to get another dosage. And I didn't feel any pain. I just wanted that, that high that it gave me. And I was like, oh my God. And doctors was telling me, this is very addictive. Why give it to me? <laughs> Why watch someone become addicted to something like that? So when I went home, they weaned me off of the morphine off the uh, machine to now having Percocets on the pill. And a high dosage of Percocets too. To the point I had to lie down when I take them. And when it was time for those to be over, I was like, no. The doctor was like, yes. I said, no. And I said, I still have pain. They said, no, you don't. There's no way you still have pain. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm addicted to this stuff. This crap. <laughs> and I thank God I never did it. But I never 
pill like that. But it's people who are addicted to that stuff. Just due to any kind of injury. It could be having oil surgery. It could be, you know, car accidents, anything. A minor, I mean, it could be a, a cut from you cooking, slicing up food in the kitchen. And, you know, that stuff is very addictive. Very. Hallelujah. And pray against those addictions, these worldly addictions. People out here robbing just to get pills. Some people so strung out currently, they'd take any drug. They'd be out lying down on the street. I thank God for sparing me. For when I used to smoke weed, when I was a teenager, we'd go and people roll up blunts and we just hit them. Me and my girls. Imagine if it was something laced in it. You understand? I thank God for that. Things that was affecting other people, God spared me. Where I wasn't affected by it. And I didn't try it again because it didn't do anything. God spared me. Father, I love you so much. There are others out there, Father, who need you. I know. I know. And you care about them. And you're using us to gain them back. But you are taking me out further. And I mean, there is no walls. Nation upon nation. Whole states, entire states receiving God. Because of the work. Being fully covered and equipped. God. And not just me, us. Us. Jesus. Thank you guys for listening. Greater is he who's in us. Yes, Father. I want you guys to also intercede with me on their behalf. Have everything I said about people doing things to harm others. Have that in your heart and then pray in your heavenly language. Hallelujah. So shall it be established. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. Love